Welcome to First Unitarian Society of Minneapolis, the birthplace of Congregational Humanism. We carry on that tradition of free thought today, dedicated to promoting a free search for truth, meaning, and justice. Our web address is firstunitarian.org. I'm David Breeden, Senior Minister. Welcome. Uh, UU Minister Dr. Jerome Stone, he's a philosopher and a theologian best known for his advocacy of uh, religious naturalism, uh, which is a non-theistic way of understanding reality. It's a companion movement to humanism. Dr. Stone wrote this, quote, religion is an effort to orient ourselves in the big picture, end quote. Now that rings true to me. True not only concerning the continued existence of religions, but also quite possibly as the origin of religion itself. Orienting ourselves toward the big picture and connecting with ourselves, others, the planet, and the cosmos. This human enterprise has been going on for quite some time. We still don't know for sure what megaliths such as Stonehenge are all about, but they appear to have been markers of the seasons. Now, think about that really. How amazing was it when human beings figured out how to pull four days out of the morass of all the days and see that those four days were unlike other days and were turning points of the seasons. How did people figure that out? They didn't know how many days were in a year. They didn't know what a year was. How did they figure it out? And we also know that Stonehenge is uh, very famous, but almost all cultures developed something of this sort. What a huge human enterprise. Think about, oh, the people who really figured out, wow, this is astronomical thing. These stars are actually telling us something, and we can figure that out. I think I'm safe in saying that those people were not the ones who figured out how to quarry all those big stones and move those 25-ton stones over 100 miles. Different kinds of human talent, different kinds of engineers, and different kinds of smarts. And all those creative people were dependent upon other creative people who figured out the logistics for that number of people to move those huge stones that far. That's an amazing human enterprise. I mean, look around here. Uh, how many of us can even imagine how to construct a building like the one we are in here? How many of us know how to make glass? How many of us know how to make bricks? How many of us can lay bricks? Uh, and I've done that as a farmer, and if you look over there, I can't do that because that's really amazing, and if I did it, it would look like this, right? <laughs> and if you don't know what you're doing, after about three rows, you won't have any fingerprints left. So people are amazing figuring these things out. Look around. Look at this microphone. I, I don't know how it works. I mean, I've looked at some diagrams over time. Uh, think about our folks back here turning the knobs that put it out on the internet. That's magic as far as I know. 
It's just not something I can even really comprehend. We're amazing, amazing creatures uh, to be able to work together to produce this, and this is just a teeny bit of what human beings can do. Well, and then things uh, again about the spring equinox. The various religions that human beings have created over the years have co-opted these seasonal markers, pinning their own versions of nature and the gods onto these four quarter points. But the seasons came first. They were just here. They were the reality. Uh, and then we figured out how to use them. It is fitting that we humanists have returned to celebrating the original days rather than appropriating Passover, Ramadan, Easter, Naruz, the Hindu holy, the Dallas shin of water, or the earth-based Ostra. All of these are spring celebrations and celebrations of spring, and all are human efforts to orient that particular group, that particular religion, to the bigger picture. As Dr. Stone said, religion is an effort to orient ourselves into the big picture. And of course, so is science, and so is literature, and architecture, and painting, and music, and on and on and on, human endeavors. For some, the big picture is a god on a throne way out there someplace. For some, the big picture is a god or gods emanating out of the earth. We can see that this time of year. For others, the big picture is our sense of awe and wonder at oh, the whole blooming thing out there, right? And us, the, the naturalistic, materialistic understanding of the big picture has been hard won. And many people on our planet today can't even say that they believe in that kind of reality. The non-spiritual vision has inspired many but frightened many more, and our ability to say this is a material world loudly and proudly is a hard-won right earned by our forebears who were willing to say their truth even in the teeth of excommunication and prison and torture and execution. Many of us wish to orient ourselves in the big picture with an understanding as close as we can to the facts of the big picture. We want to get as close to truth as we can. And those forebears gave us that chance. Human enterprise is a truly wondrous thing. Human enterprise is a whole lot of people for a very long time using that power of yet that Jane was telling us about. Imagine Many years ago, someone said, we don't know what the movement of the sun has to do with the seasons. And somebody said, yet, right? We don't, we don't know how to build a device that can measure all of this happening. And somebody said, yet. People said it's not possible to speak the truth of reality in the face of totalitarian religions. And people said, yet. People said, hey, there's no institution in Minneapolis where heretics can gather it with mutual respect. <laughs> Somebody said yet. <laughs> yet is a very powerful word. Today we're saying we don't know how to solve the planet from climate disaster. And some folks, including our climate justice team here, are saying yet. 
Some people are saying we don't know how to be people with people who are not like us. It is difficult. But some folks, like our Moving Toward Equity team, are saying, yet. People are saying, I'm overwhelmed by all of the problems in the world. There's nothing that I can do. And our Active Voices team are out there saying, you can. Here's something to do today. As Jane read this morning in the Magical Yet, be patient. You can't do it all overnight. Some things take days, months, or years to get right. Our species has been on this planet for something on, on, on the order of 300,000 years. The dominant world religions emerged somewhere between five and 7,000 years ago. A blink of an eye in the life of our species. There is so much more wisdom out there than is contained in any or all of the religions we have. Shamanism, animism, polytheism, monotheism, materialism, naturalism, all of them, all of them are about that work that Dr. Jerome Stone wrote about. Religion is an effort to orient ourselves in the big picture. Our bodies hold a lot more wisdom than any of those Johnny-come-lately religions. So what are we afraid of? We today are afraid of exactly what human beings have always feared, I would say. Change. The passing of time from what we understand in our own lived experience to what we can't even begin to understand, the future. We can cower into a corner and say, no, I can't. All the truth is known, and there's nothing we can do to change it. Or we can say, yet. There's no better time of the year than this one to see how powerful yet can be in our lives. Yes, change is frightening, but look around. The change we're seeing is about possibility. We can cower back into dreams of a time we thought that we did understand things, but you know what? We didn't, and we don't, and we may never. But change is our only constant in this particular cosmos. The way, best way to enjoy the ride is to keep in mind those magical possibilities of yet. And that is my spring invitation to me and all of us. When change looks frightening, I invite us to say, yet. Thanks for listening. You can find much more about humanism and what's happening at First Unitarian Society in Minneapolis by visiting our website at firstunitarian.org.